0: you probably have these three statues near your nativity set. For their widespread popularity, we know very little about them. The Magi, that's what we'll be taking a look at today. And welcome into Cast Into the Deep and happy new year to all of our listeners. Special guest host, emergency backup co-host is joining me today. So please welcome to the show, Carissa.
1: You just can't seem to get rid of me, can you?
0: Little little back note. So um, George has just uh, has been unavailable this last week to record, and we actually uh, Chris and I recorded an episode a couple days ago before before New Year's. And when I was going to edit it, the file got corrupted and sounded like me talking really fast and dropping every other word. So we we had our compo- uh, companion episode about the year Jesus was born, all recorded. Krista did a fantastic job on her her first show uh, co-hosting, and a day that's lost.
1: I'm devastated.
0: And so that was good practice for you. You know, a lot of times when they film uh, pilots, especially for, for shows like ho- like radio shows or when it's you know a live show, they will record the pilots and never air them. So I, I know a show I like that's uh, been on for many years. They record like a whole week of like practice shows and they had you know uh, fake callers calling in just to see how the host would do and those never aired so that was like your practice show to make sure it was all good we were running full steam with it it just didn't make it to air
1: you know what they say practice makes perfect
0: you'll be getting a random christmas episode maybe we'll save it for july i'll i'll re-record that with george christmas in the, july yeah since i have the script and all that ready to go or maybe we'll re-record it in the future so maybe being a bonus christmas episode but we're not focusing on the birth of Christ uh, exactly today because we are approaching the Feast of the Epiphany, which commemorates the Magi, the the three wise men, uh, visiting the Christ child. And so today we're gonna look a little bit about who the Magi were and why this celebration of Epiphany is so important. Start with some basics. What does scripture tell us about the three wise men? Well, it doesn't tell us their number doesn't say anything about there being three people got it from the gifts but yes three is always a good number in scripture so they they assume since there were three gifts there were three wise men one presenting each gift even though one well it says there are multiple uh but you know two could have presented the three of them or there could have been a whole caravan of, of wise men there and so scripture doesn't give us a number but we like the number three there are three gifts so that's the number that has stuck around Scripture just tells us that they are from the East. It doesn't give them a location of origin. Then we have uh, kind of developed these these traditions that have come to us. So one tradition I find quite fascinating is that after they went back, because we hear after meeting King Herod, they went back a different way. And when they went back, they were eventually baptized by uh, Thomas, the apostle. Oh, wow. Because tradition has it, again, not in Scripture, but tradition has it that Thomas went east to India to proclaim the good news. In fact, our, our friend, Father Toji, they have a huge devotion to Thomas the Apostle in India because it's believed he brought Christianity there You know, in oh, the first I century. Oh, I didn't know that. It's thought that the the, the wise men, the magi, were, were baptized Christian down the line. Now, we also have uh, thought that they also are also our kings. That's why we call them three kings. This is another common tradition for it. So they're definitely people of, of renown, right? Whether they were... Um, People who studied the stars, people who advised kings, we'll talk about that a little bit. Or they themselves had some nobility. We also have names for them. Do you know their names?
1: Balthazar? Yep. Caspar and Milky Oh
0: shoot. Oh.
1: Um, if it begins with an M, it's like Yeah. Melchior?
0: Melchior, correct. Good job. Ding, ding, ding. So those are the three traditional names. Again, not listed in scripture, but the names that have come to them. Gaspar is also sometimes called Kaspar or Jaspar, for the record. And we've also given them different locations. Now, if, if I was a betting person, I would say that they probably all came from the same place. But traditionally, we've said Melchior comes from Persia, Gaspar comes from India, and Balthazar comes from Arabia. Stepping outside of scripture, we we learn from the Greek historian, uh, Herodotus, who was writing about 400 or so BCE, he talks about Magi a little bit. And he says that they're from the Medes, which is in Persia. So there's a good inkling that this group is from Persia. Uh, He also uh, uh, kind of uh, ascribes them to being a priestly group. And we also hear about Magi in the book of Daniel, right? Because Daniel can interpret dreams. Yeah, he tells a dream. Yeah, he tells a dream. Daniel tells a dream. I'm just getting Joseph and Daniel, but they both tell dreams. Mm-hmm. But we also hear that Magi were brought into the uh, court of the Persians to also try to decipher the dreams of the king. So, a little bit about Magi. We don't know too much. We know they are probably were rich. They probably, because of the gifts they brought, they could have also, I've heard some theories, represented um, an Eastern nobility, possibly Persian representing uh, a nobility there. That's Those are the main traditions. What's interesting, though. Is how this celebration of Epiphany came about, and so we, we talked about this a little bit on our uh, what day Christmas originated. But you know, Christmas itself wasn't a big celebration. The birth of Christ wasn't a big celebration early on. And so what happened was usually in, in especially around uh, this late December, January, we started having Christians celebrating the baptism of Christ. That was a huge deal in the early church because in that scripture reading, you know, we hear the voice of the Father, we have the Holy Spirit. So really, it's it's a manifestation of Christ's mission, that he is the beloved son, that he is on mission. So that was a really important day. It's at the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, which is the oldest gospel. So that was a really important story. But then they also said, okay, well, what about the story of the Magi, right? This is Christ's manifestation. The Magi represent people from all corners of the world, right? And so this idea of manifestation to, to all the peoples uh, in the Magi. So these celebrations started to get equated together. And then they tacked on a third one, which was the wedding feast at Cana. You smile.
1: My favorite gospel.
0: Our favorite gospel from our wedding. And that is, you know, when uh, you know, John says this was the first of his signs, that's a manifestation of Christ's divinity, the working sign. So all of these celebrations and then, of course, Christmas is that getting popular. All these celebrations, though, were kind of held together as these were all these great epiphanies Right? These different manifestations of who Christ is. And so uh, for a while, they were, they were all celebrated together. And we eventually would have divergent kind of paths. In the east, we would have this, it would be called the Theophany, which was more focused on the baptism. On the east, the Epiphany, focused around the Magi. And then eventually, we would get Christmas to separate it out. And so Epiphany, in this wider sense, is, has been important, almost eclipsing the nativity, Christ's birth. But now, of course, the Nativity, December 25th, is is what we really focus on. One very fascinating source that was only released in English uh, not too long ago, it was translated to English. It's an early, uh, it's an 8th century text, but it has parts of it that date back to the 2nd century. And it's called the Revelation of the Magi. When you get old texts, sometimes they're strung together from different uh, centuries, so parts of this date back to the second century. Claims to be an account that the Magi wrote, and I'll definitely throw some links to that in this episode here. But what's interesting in this this revelation of the Magi, which is them telling their story, it says that they were kind of a monastic group. There is a group that would be there, and they would be the they would pray in silence. And it says that they're from the land of Sheer, which is possibly thought to be China. And I was I was uh, listening actually to an audio book of this of this uh, ancient text, and it's it's got this beautiful kind of, of uh, way of looking at it. They they claim to be descendants of Seth, right, who is the mm-hmm. child of Adam and Eve, and that this this knowledge of God's goodness and revelation has kind of been in hiding, right? Because God appeared to Adam and Eve, and then they throw this away through sin but that this this knowledge of, of God's love and this revelation of God is, is still always with humanity. Even that time from Adam and Eve calling of the people of Israel and now to the revelation of Jesus Christ to all the world. There's this idea that God's truth has always been with us. And so these magi trace their lineage back to Seth as keepers of this divine truth that is now revealed fully in, in Christ.
1: That's a lot to carry.
0: That is a lot to carry, right? <laughs> And so, while, again, there's not probably a, a lot of historical weight to this account. I think this is a, a valuable way to look at the magi because it shows that there was at least a group of Christians in the second century that associated with the magi. There was, there was people in the second century who cared enough to, to write these sayings, these, these writings down. And second century, or even in the eighth century, right? paper is expensive. You're not going to write something down unless you have a real devotion. You have a real reason to write it down. So why was there an early Christian community that associated with the Magi? It lends some credence to some of those traditions we have out there of the Magi going back to the out east and, and meeting you know, an apostle, spreading the faith, bringing the faith out east. And
1: it makes me think, here guys, it's earlier episodes. It mentions, you know, the word Catholic means universal, mm-hmm. right? So to see that all these magi that are coming from all over the place, it only reaffirms that we are one true Catholic Church, mm. one true universal church.
0: Yeah, that the, the church and, and that you know everyone is called into God's revelation. That even these magi who again come from the east, the corners of the earth, they too have been uh, you know touched by the, the light, right? The Star of Bethlehem. <laughs> they they've been touched by the light of God, that uh, who is in all of creation. He was calling all of creation. And that's that's why we hold the epiphany, and that's why it's still a special day because of what it represents. It's God's revelation to all the corners of vanity, that we are all children of God who are called to come to the stable.
1: Plus they have some pretty good food afterwards too. Yes, a lot of, a lot <laughs> of parishes
0: that do celebrations have some baller food, um, some king's cake, all sorts of fun traditions that are connected with the epiphany so there we go epiphany three kings magi
1: shameless plug go sign up for matt's newsletter
0: oh thank you thank you yeah we just released or are releasing a monthly newsletter so a lot of them will relate to episodes like this just some additional information we have some fun reflections on the magi in our in our latest newsletter so you can find that on facebook uh we'll put a link to it in the show notes here so help subscribe that's free just like subscribing to this podcast is free so Leave us a rate, leave us a comment, help us help the show to grow. Um, Until next time, I'm Matt. I'm Carissa. Cast into the deep, dive into the mystery.